to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be looking at the last three games to end your round three. And what a round it was, as I said. Great round of football. We go to the Raiders v. the Titans, the last game of Super Saturday. AJ Brimson pretty much carried on the form from last week's game, setting up the first try through Philip Sami. I thought both teams looked somewhat impressive in this one, both for more with one of the strangest tap-ons I think I've ever seen for a while for Brian Kelly to score. Both for more himself then scored a try. Uh, he had a pretty good game, both for more, and definitely one to watch over the next few weeks. You fantasy goers, you super coach goers, both for more, definitely one to watch. He has some big games in most of his games. So, uh, yeah, definitely a young gun to watch. He's a back rower, can also play in the centres too. So, uh, very good for those super coach and fantasy guys. To be quite frank, the Titans were on top for the most of the first half. Two more tries from the Titans, and they seized the score, being 24-0 at halftime. Now, for any educated rugby league fan, this looks to be a Titans blowout, but the Raiders sure did prove us wrong. Due to the Titans missing a conversion in the first half, the Raiders scored four tries. Basically won them that game. It was a great performance there from the Raiders in that second half to win them that game. All conversions kicked thanks to Brad Schneider. And again, Brad Schneider is definitely another one to watch for fantasy. Consistently going to be starting at the seven at least for the next few months for the Raiders. Definitely one that you should get in your fantasy sides. I imagine... That with Josh Hodson out for the season, Brad Schneider, when Jamal Fogarty does return, will be the 14 anyway. So I think he'll definitely be in that side somewhere. So definitely one to have in your back pocket for NRL Fantasy and for Supercoach. Now this game for me pretty much marked itself as one of the greatest comebacks I've seen in a while and one of the best I think we'll see this year. Moving on though to Super Sunday, Brisbane versus the Cowboys. Now, I watched this one today, as in when I'm recording this, it's today for me and tomorrow for you, Uh, but I was watching this uh, on Sunday night, I'll speak in in future tense, I guess, but I was watching this yesterday and blown away with how the Cowboys performed, especially up against the red-hot Broncos side that have been going so well over the past two weeks. Townsend, his kicking game, his in-play kicking game was sensational in my opinion, and it's one of the things that got them the win. His calmed, composed head uh, and his great in-play kicking game, his experience got the Cowboys that win for me. Also, the performances from Nanai scoring a hat-trick and from Valentine Holmes pretty much being an absolutely everything in that game. His performance was first class. Uh, so some great performances there. Herbie Farnworth got a penalty try in this one as well which isn't something that we were expecting. I honestly thought that Kyle Felt was going to be sent off after that one, but I was wrong. But it was good that no one got sent off in that game, and uh, I really enjoyed it, to be honest. I really enjoyed watching that one. I thought the Cobo try saver from Gilbert was first class, considering he's a front row back rower, saving a winger try. I thought that was a great effort from him. Jason Tamalolo with some beautiful ball playing in that game as well. I thought he was sensational in that one. Uh, and Griffin Neem. Really solid front rower and definitely one of the best this round. I thought if there was an individual front rower performance, he takes the cake there. He was pretty much in every single set, every single play. 
and he played a lot of that game too, Griffin Neem. So definitely one to look out for there, Griffin Neem. He was a starting front rower in this one. 21 years old, he scored his first NRL try. Come on, guys. It screams narrative. He is a really good young front rower coming through Griffin name and a really good game from him. Valentine Holmes, as I said, he put an absolute clinic in that game and surely had to be the MVP for that one, but it was a pretty much MVP battle between Nanai and Holmes. I think, to be honest, the Cowboys almost make, made the Broncos look silly in that one. And as for the Broncos, they played well, but the, the Cowboys just outclassed them. They pretty much just outclassed them. And as I said, no one was really expecting that one. It was a blowout in the opposite direction to what people thought. I'm really excited and scared for what the Cowboys can do in 2022 for the rest of this season. For me, if they continue in this form, I think they'll definitely make a spot in the top eight. Then finally, the final game of your Super Sunday was the Bulldogs v Manly. And a very close game at that. The score was 13-12. to Matt Burton had a really good game. It was just unfortunate that the Bulldogs couldn't get over the line in the last 40 minutes. Uh, I think if they did, they would have won the game for sure. They definitely had the momentum for most of that game. Tom Travojevic had a pretty good game as well. Coming back and finally scoring his first points of 2022. And that sounds really strange considering it's round three. Bulldogs came out strong. And after a strong set, they score through Wakeham now. Hamola Olukawatu knocked it on. Uh, and then Wakeham put the ball down in the end goal. Uh, and scored. It was good signs considering he was a late inclusion in that game. Uh, The Bulldogs pretty much had a lot of momentum and and confidence after that try and were playing some really good football. And I honestly thought that my tip was right. I thought that the Bulldogs were going to come out and have a really good game up against the Manly Seagulls, which they did. It was just unfortunate that they didn't win. Uh, But I thought that Wakeham and Burton looked like a really good combination if they do choose to go with that uh, for the next few rounds. But I think Trent Barrett is round three now. will be round four next week. They've got to start to have a consistent halves pairing at least up until round seven. They've got pretty much up until round seven to pick a consistent halves pairing. Uh, That's when, for me, the season sort of starts. We can start judging players. We can start judging clubs based on their consistency and whatnot. But if they're looking to pick a consistent halves pairing, I think that Wakeham and Burton did a really good job together and combined together really well. As I said before, Tommy Turbo looked really good in this one, but the Bulldogs pretty much were keeping him on a tight leash uh, up until that second half where he did end up scoring his first points of 2022. Burton put some real pressure on Manly with his kicking game, and I thought that's probably one of his best qualities. His awesome kicking game, his torpedoes that are just impossible to catch, especially in those wet weather conditions. He put one up for Saab, and and he let it bounce, Saab did. so, And then Addo Cardinally put him in goal, so... Um, Burton's kicking game was a real factor in this one. Superb uh, effort there from Matt Burton. He obviously set up a try uh, for Braden Burns as well. Uh, So great effort there all up. Great effort there from the Bulldogs. Manly very lucky to scrape that win there. And it sounds weird considering that Manly were a top four side last year. Uh, but they were very lucky to scrape that win. And it was quite scrappy from them in the first half, but I thought they did a really good job in the second half uh, to keep the Bulldogs at bay. And yeah, the Bulldogs, really good effort from them and really unlucky not to score. Obviously, the scores were set at 12 all. They both scored the right number of tries. 
Uh, both conversions were kicked as well. It was 12 all. Sorry, not all conversions were kicked. Obviously, Burton missed one uh, and then got the penalty goal there. I think the Bulldogs scored more tries than Manly did. It was just conversion kickings that sort of, again, got them behind. Uh, but the scores ended up being 12 all. And then DCE, right at the end, he gets the field goal, the clutch man. Um, Fox League, somewhat calling Michael Jordan. I don't believe it myself. Uh, I actually watched that replay today. One of the main pages posted it up. But look, clutch man, DCE, not wrong saying he's a clutch man. And he got the job done there for the Manly Seagulls. The score was 13 to 12. Thank you for choosing Beagleers' League. That is your round three review. Thank you for choosing Bigglers' League and all the rugby league experience. What a great round of football. Make sure you recommend this podcast to a friend for the footy season. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Well,